Well, I watched Han's death scene, well, supposed death scene in Tokyo Drift a few times again. And then I watched the funeral scene from Furious 7. And I was looking at those background characters, seeing if anybody who would stand out maybe looks a little familiar. And uh, I just can't get Han out of that car. I still can't. You see the flames inside. So if they were to change that, it just wouldn't sync up. So the theme of brotherhood in this movie, I think that Jacob and Han's identical twin are working together and they're working with Cypher. So Han's brother infiltrates Dom's family. He wants revenge, justice for Han, and he blames Dom. Why? I'll get to that in just a bit. Jacob, I mean, something really bad happened. It's not like they just had a disagreement. So I'm thinking now he was left for dead. He was helping with one of the truck hijackings, one of the heists, and Dom ended up choosing the heist, you know, the score over him. Or Jacob got arrested and the others were able to get away. So what if Han's identical twin brother is pretending to be Han? He explains how he survived. And maybe this guy got Edeon enhancements. How he gets in with them could be through Cypher, through Jacob. That I'm not too sure about. Or he volunteers himself. He helps with the mission in Nine to earn the family's trust. And you remember that shot of Dom in Fast and Furious 4? He's watching Letty's funeral from afar. I pictured that same shot in Furious 7, Han's brother followed Dom back home and watches the funeral from afar because I couldn't spot him and if they digitally inserted him at the funeral, I mean, well, he'd stand out, the guys that see him. So he's viewing from afar, he keeps tabs on Dom. So after what happened with Owen Shaw in the Fast and Furious 6, I think Cypher's worried that Decker would come for her for revenge. So she sends Jacob to recruit Han's twin brother. She has files on everyone, everyone linked to everyone. Family, brothers. And Jacob uses his story to convince Han's brother that he should be targeting Dom. So go after him. And Han's brother... Well, it seems he's helping out with the mission. He's really creating a diversion. Or whatever they recover, that uh, device that Cypher references, he's gonna end up getting that and turning it into Jacob or Cypher. So Mark brought this up and I thought it was interesting and I read an article about it, about Han asking Decker to help him fake his death. But uh, I'm still kind of ruling that out just because of what happened with Owen. If that hadn't happened, it'd be interesting because it's like, well, where did this Deckard fellow come from? But uh, I just don't see it. And the article mentioned Giselle as well. Because faking their deaths, it's like, well, those look pretty real. Uh, Han's body, I think it was burnt to a crisp. 
Now, I've read a lot of comments, not every comment, on various Fast and Furious videos talking about this. And uh, I haven't come across a comment mentioning cloning. Whatever's left over of Han, if they were even able to get some DNA, I mean, that's one possibility. And you could factor Edeon in. But unless they're just for the Hobbs and Shaw sequel, because that's where we learned of Edeon. So I think it'd be cool if they have a connection to Cypher and you know how everybody works for everybody. But we'll see what happens with that. So maybe a clone of Han. All of his memories in that are still intact? Who knows? So towards the third act, Han's brother helps the team. They recover the advanced device. And without them knowing, he actually gives it to Jacob or Cypher. Because uh, I don't think Jacob intended for Dom and crew to be going after them. I think he wanted Han to infiltrate them and slowly take them down. That's why Han helping out with the mission or Han's brother. You'd be like, wait, why is he helping them? It's like, well, really he's creating a diversion. You got this space mission going on. A lot of different uh, countries we're going to. So I think he's just going to play his role, get in with the family. And maybe their whole mission is just a diversion. Like they open up, you know, one of those truck compartments and it's like, oh no, this isn't anything. So we have our family barbecue and then they get alerts on their phones or they have the news on. And you remember that shot of Jacob looking as the missiles launched. And maybe we end there. Because Tej and Rum go into space, if it's just them, it can't be something too complex, too complicated, too extreme. And they're sent up there to disarm a device or something. Because, I mean, Tej could do that. But uh, let me know what you think. Because that barbecue, they're showing so many shots of it, I'm telling you. Something bad is going to happen. Not to the house again, hopefully. They're still rebuilding it. So we'll know that Han's brother is the one responsible. You know, he's kind of playing both sides. But the crew doesn't know that. And if he has Edeon enhancements, in 10 he's going to be unleashed. So it could end with them going to space. But Jacob, what's his intention? What's his motive? He wants to launch this missile. But that's not what Cypher was referencing. She's talking about this technology that shouldn't exist for however so many years. So what's really going on? He wants a device. But what does Cypher want? She wants to help him get the device. But what's her ultimate goal? Because Jacob is going to be expendable to her. Is he going to get the device that he wants and then she'll end up trying to kill him? And then unleash it? And where do the, how do the magnets factor in? So this is very interesting. A lot going on, a lot of questions. I love it. Because uh, they're not giving us a lot of information in the trailers, which I like. So what do you think? Are we going to actually see outer space by the end of the movie? 
Or is that just a teaser? Maybe in Tej and Roman, they can't get out of the atmosphere. You saw the NOS tank, their comments about, you know, that little car that they're in, the rocket car. And it's like, could it actually get out of the atmosphere? Or wouldn't it burn up? I mean, heck, he got duct tape, you know? <laughs> but uh, let me know what you think. I had an idea for the title of 10, if that's going to be the big civil war. How about Fast v. Furious? Because it's up to you who's Team Fast, who's Team Furious. For Fast, I'm going to go Dom and Crew, and then Furious, uh, the Shaws, Hobbs, and whomever else. What ideas do you have? I want to hear them. And of course, there's been a lot of talk, speculation, some people worried about how and if they're going to use Paul Walker's Brian O'Connor again. And he's very much alive in this movie verse. And I think they can do it very creatively. I like how they use stock footage in 7. They could do that again. You remember in 7, when Brian and Mia were set up at that place, so they were safe, and Brian was on his computer doing research in that, seeing what a monster Deckard is. Well, he could be doing that same thing. So, you know, my theories with no, Mr. Nobody being behind everything, Cypher, her ties to Edeon, Edeon Director, all that stuff. I mean, we could hear from him. Like, I just got this message from Brian. He says, this file links Mr. Nobody to Cypher, or whatever the case. And at the end of Fast and Furious 11, I mean, who knows how many hours of footage there could be that they didn't use, different angles and stuff. And you see, whomever's still alive retires. Dom and Letty. And I don't see them moving, you know, next to Brian and Mia. But we'll still see everyone finally settling down for good. All the drama's over. Because I think everyone would love to see Paul. But I think with unused footage, instead of digitally recreating him, would be the best move. That way you're not messing with his legacy. Because we have the technology, I'm sure, you know, in 7, which was, well, now six years ago. Like, I could tell all the shots that weren't actually Paul because I was looking for them. And you see it's very tricky with the movement, the texture, lighting, just all the detail that goes into that. Whereas the scene on the plane, when Dom and Brian are talking, having that quick conversation, you're like, oh, that's him. It's actually footage from Fast Five that was unused, some shots. But anyways, i like him to still be helping out. Just like in 7 when Brian and Mia, they were at that safe location. And he's on the computer doing some research in that. Like he can still help out with stuff. We can hear from him. And then my idea of Mia showing everyone the photo. They can use like a stock photo of Paul with their two kids. So you have Jack and little whomever. So things like that. Because while you don't want to mess with his legacy, we still want to see him again. And I think we can do it using those methods. But what do you think? Do you want to see like a full CG model? 
you know, using his brothers again. Create like full scenes. Or just let it be. If anything, just use stock footage. And if it's Han's brother pretending to be Han, that might be awkward because when he reunites, well, let's say if you know Han reunited with Sean, Twinkie, and Earl at the barbecue, he'll be like, uh, where have you been? And he's obviously, he's been in Tokyo where his brother lived. So he'd have to be pretty quick to answer that have a line up with everything like hey how'd you survive because you could just say I went into hiding I didn't want to get you guys involved but I think Han's brother yeah he's keeping tabs on everyone doing his research and that way when Mia and Letty got to Tokyo I mean for like Han or Han's brother to just be there sniping it's like that doesn't add up there's something else going on so he was there and somehow he knew that they were going to be there. Maybe overheard a conversation. That's when he, well, surfaces, not resurfaces. However, it's possible that Dom knew about Han's identical twin brother. Because just like after uh, Han's crash, we don't see much after that. Sean and Neela, they flee the scene. We follow them. So when Dom gets there in Tokyo, Furious 7 had so much going on, we kind of had to get out of there quick. Right to the funeral, chase, introductions and that. So we didn't see, I mean, Dom, he was apparently beating everyone around Asia in races. That's one thing you're like, well, wait, what was, like, on his way there or something? I don't know how that lines up. Like, he'd go there to bring Han home. And yet he has time for all these races. So that's one thing. It's like, you know, you want to fill in the gap on that one. But anyways, what if Dom sends Mia and Letty to recruit Sean and Han's brother? Because having, you know, Han's brother just sniping, like, in that spot right where they are. That doesn't add up. So Mia and Letty, they're asking around. They go into that apartment building. And they get into a fight with some people. And maybe that was Han's brother's place. But he's been into some trouble. Because everyone probably thinks he's Han. He flees the place before they get there. And he's just in the area. And then he snipes... Like, Dom told them that me and Letty were coming. But that might be another way to introduce him. Because Sean wouldn't be there. He'd be with his dad. Or at, you know, Han's garage. But we just don't see a lot of footage of Dom in Tokyo and all those races that he apparently did. But I want everything to line up to make sense not just reference something with one line but uh, let me know in the comments what you think you think Mia and Letty were sent to recruit Sean and Han's identical twin brother and I think in the last episode I'd mentioned Jacob wearing the family necklace and uh, I watched the first trailer again because I'd forgotten that Letty gave little Brian 
her and Dom's necklace. As I said in that two shot with Dom and Jacob, I couldn't tell if Dom was wearing his, so my bad. So Letty leaves it with little Brian. And I wonder if they're gonna use uh, one of the necklaces, kind of like they did in the Fate of the Furious, where Dom made it into a tracking device. So it could have something to do with the uh, magnets, the big magnet war. Do you think Jacob, his is gonna be used for something? Well, newcomer Anna Sawai, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. She's playing a character named Elle, and you can see her in the trailer. Me and Letty are in that apartment fighting. You can actually see a shot of her. First, I thought it was Letty, and I was like, wow, they did a really bad job, the angle of using that stunt person. But uh, that's actually Anna. She's playing a character, a role. She does like a kick and a flip. So now I'm thinking, Letty and Mia sent to Tokyo to recruit Sean. So they get there, and they're walking by this building. And Han's brother, and I think Elle is his sister, or working with Han's brother. They're on a mission. They might be trying to recover the same device that Jacob is after, or something to do with the magnets. So Letty and me are walking by this building, and there's some guys standing out front, and they get entangled in everything. Somehow they get upstairs. First, I was thinking maybe that's the same building where Sean lives, you know, on the first floor with his dad. But they get into this mess. They end up outside, and then Han snipes away the enemies. So they recruit Han's brother. I, I say, I keep saying Han, but uh, it's, I believe it's Han's brother and L. And then you get Sean, Earl, Twinkie. They're working with Rome and Tej, building the rocket car. So I think that's how that's gonna go down. And I think that's another clever way to introduce Han's brother. Not like, oh, he just happens to be there because he has no idea Mia and Letty are coming. He doesn't even know them, maybe. Well, got me thinking we see little Brian at the family barbecue at 1327 towards or at the end of the movie, I think. So maybe they left him with someone else because we don't see Mia's kids there. I don't think we're gonna see Brian there. So who do you think little Brian stayed with if it wasn't Big Brian? And I think uh, Mia, if she just shows up, you know, to help Dom with everything, I mean, you wanna see or hear from Brian again, because that would be an emotional scene, her saying, I have to go, this is my brother. You stay, take care of the kids, make sure they're safe, and I'll be back. So maybe if we just hear Brian's voice, just like with the stock footage, um, unused footage, if they have some unused audio, I'm sure they do, they can incorporate that. Because that would be a very emotional scene. And maybe they don't have little Brian staying with Big Brian for that reason. Paul's character is still there. You know, you want to respect the legacy. And I know they want to be careful about how they use him. But yeah, we'll see what happens with that. What do you think? You want to see a scene where Mia says goodbye to Brian? Not goodbye for good, of course, but she says, you know, I have to do this, and then that's it, we're done. Or just have her show up. She shows Dom a photo 
of uh, Brian with the kids, and he watches that video from Furious 7 on his iPad. Because there are little ways you can do things like that. Because uh, a full CG model of him, I guess it depends on where you stand. And It sounds like fans, you know, they want to see him again for the most part. So I don't know, I, again, I go back and forth on this stuff. Well, last night I was watching a bunch of Fast and Furious clips from uh, almost all the movies. And something kind of stood out to me. So Fast and Furious 6, when you have the tank chase, think about Owen, how many cars he pancaked. All those cars he took out, the people that he killed. So when Dom summons Deckard, as for his help, you know, you and your brother rescue little Brian. Mama Shaw says, you know, to Deckard, you do this for Toretto. He knows where your brother is. But if anything, even if, you know, Owen helps out, which he did, it's like all those people that he killed just there alone during that tank chase. I don't know if Dom's able to get his sentence reduced, like you do this for me. Because, you know, he can get Hobbs to do some paperwork and whomever else. But it's like, he still killed all those people. And even with Deckard, it's like Brixton, they brought him back. Han, we'll see. So with him, it's kind of like everything's in the open. As far as a case. You know, he left Hobbs for dead, but they patched things up. So I think that either Owen is back in the slammer since Furious 8 or Han's brother or if it's Han who's coming back killed him off screen which we'll see in a flashback he hunted him down killed him for Giselle if we do see Braga again maybe he's going to help out our crew because if you have Owen Shaw on board he's going after Cypher the big dog and somehow you use Braga. I mean, he's still in prison, locked up. He's got to be furious. Pun intended. So maybe he'll say, screw it. You know, they left me in here, Cypher. She could have gotten me out. Even though he may have had some connections in there. And uh, since Brian is seemingly out of the picture, they'll be like, don't worry. You're not going to see him. Just work with us. Help us take down Cypher. He'll give him a tip. He'll say, we can reduce your sentence or get him out. Because, you know, Braga worked for Owen. Owen worked for Cypher. Maybe Cypher works for somebody. So if you have those two guys, they have all the info, all the intel. They could do some serious damage. Help stop Cypher. Cardi B's character, Lisa. I wonder if she's gonna have something to do with causing a rift between Dom and Jacob. Her character is described as having a connection with Dom's past. What do you think? Or she'll be there when the rift happens. With Sean, Earl, and Twinkie, and maybe some more coming back from Tokyo Drift, if they do a sequel to that, would you like it after Fast and Furious 11 or in between 9 and 10 or 10 and 11. Maybe a direct sequel involving Takashi. And with that, looks like Sean's helping out our Fast family. So I think his record will be wiped clean. 
I mean, we see them at the family barbecue at 1327 in California. And do our guys go back to Tokyo? So they do a sequel. We'll see Neela again, some other characters, Reiko. But they're all at that barbecue, so maybe they're staying put for a while. So they complete their mission, but maybe Jacob and Cypher are still alive, still out there. So they stay with Dalman family. Maybe not right away though, because the house is still being rebuilt. So they'll set up nearby. Well, I watched Han's death scene again, the funeral scene, the scene where they include Deckard Shaw. And uh, I factored in, even if Han had like a protective shield that surrounded his body, you know, obviously after the explosion and that, but we would have seen it. So when you watch Tokyo Drift, that movie specifically, his death scene, you see the flames inside the car throughout. So if they did something like that, like the necklace thing was clever, and you pay attention to the direction Deckard was walking when he made the phone call, that's clever. But if they include something that doesn't match up with Tokyo Drift, I mean, we're gonna see that. It's gonna stand out and you want to be careful with continuity, inconsistencies, stuff like that. But, yeah, I can't get him out of the car. I'm still trying. There are possibilities. I just don't know what they are right now. <laughs> Big shout out to Sean Whalen. I appreciate your comments, brother. So according to Sean, Kenny Linder is Jacob's dad. He had an affair with Dom and Mia's mother and wanted their dad dead, and that's what happened. So then Dom saw him one day, he had a wrench on him, and he beat him, he's handicapped, has to take the bus every day, works as a janitor. I'm sure they'll have a flashback scene, because this is likely what caused the rift between Dom and Jacob. And when you look at the photo that Dom shows Brian in The Fast and the Furious, Sean pointed out that Kind of rings familiar of John Cena, or his character Jacob. And an actor named Finn Cole is likely playing a younger Jacob. I looked him up, he's about 25. Because yeah, they're not going too far back. It's not when they're kids, I don't think the rift happens. It's everything with their dads. Uh, Michael Rooker as a character named Buddy. That could be Dom's father. And Sean also said that uh, he doesn't think that Owen would be killed off screen or doesn't see it happening. Maybe he fights Roman and Han in Fast and Furious 10 and then later sacrifices himself to save Han because he feels bad for the loss of Giselle. I could see that happening. I see some uh, big sacrifices coming our way. Either a 9, 10, or 11. And Sean also mentions a uh, possibility that Locke, Ryan Reynolds' character, is the Edeon director. A role that was intended for Keanu Reeves, but apparently that fell through. And Sean would like to see us go back to Tokyo, Japan, Los Angeles, Ireland, Paris, France, and Italy. It'd be great to see Ireland and Italy 
because we've been back to these other locations a couple times, but yeah, who knows where these characters are going to end up. Well, I watched Furious 7 last night, the extended version. I need to correct something, because in a recent episode, I mentioned uh, Brian and Mia's new baby, who is going to be a boy or a girl. Now, in Furious 7, Mia says it's a girl, but she's not even showing. So, I, as far as baby names, still throw those my way, what you think, if it's a boy or a girl, because... It seemed like really early on, especially when she tells Dom, how does nine months sound? So how would she know so early on if it's a boy or a girl? And uh, this is more tied to uh, Fast and Furious 8, but how did Owen heal so quickly? Because in Furious 7, it's like, oh, okay, so he's in a coma. You saw he had the breathing tube in his neck. Is it possible that he was associated with Edeon? His brother didn't know about it. Because in Hobbs and Shaw, I'll have to watch that again. But how did Deckard know about Edeon? But in uh, The Fate of the Furious, Owen's back on his feet and he looks great. So if they took care of the scarring, gave him some uh, cybernetic enhancements, what do you think? And Furious 7, so after Deckard and Hobbs fights, you know, Hobbs and Elena, they're blowing out the window, land on the vehicle. But where does Deckard go exactly? Like he wants to flee the scene, but you figured he'd look down and make sure Hobbs is dead. It's kind of like that scene in The Dark Knight, that party scene. You know, Batman, he dives out the window to save Rachel and they land on a vehicle and then it cuts to the next scene. You're like, okay, so the Joker just took the elevator left, no problems. And then I thought about uh, Han's death scene, or supposed death scene. When Deckard makes the call, and after that, we don't see anything. So what if he circles around and sees if Han is alive? But the problem is there's so many witnesses. So if Han crawled out, managed to survive, there'd be witnesses. Because I was trying to write a scene in my head about him uh, going around and he sees that Han is still alive, barely. And he mentions that his brother Owen is still alive. Makes a deal with him. Sean is already gone with Mila. They fled the scene. But it just wouldn't sync up. Now the tech, the advanced tech that Cypher mentions in the Furious 9 trailers, would that have anything to do with being able to bring back Han? Even when Deckard drops the necklace by his car, could that have done something? Just like in The Fate of the Furious when they use it to track Cypher's location. Could Deckard have done something to the necklace? I can't think of anything... I mean... As far as tech goes. And I also want to debunk uh, Han and Deckard working together. I'm not ruling it out because it sounds interesting, but when you look at the timeline of everything and the events, the why, the who, the how, if Owen wasn't dead and Han happened to be in contact with this guy named Deckard and they didn't know much about each other, I could see that happening. Because Han wants to go into hiding from the Yakuza and whomever else is after him. But 
with Owen being comatose, or so we thought, Deckard seeks out revenge. He blows up the 1327 house, leaves Hobbs for dead, and with Han, someone pointed out in a comment on another video that uh, he goes to Tokyo because no one's gonna be there, like tracking him. Because Furious 7 in the beginning, I'm like, all those vehicles there, all these heavy duty officers, and it's like, oh, they were guarding Owen. But Deckard went in, did some damage. Some were speculating that uh, Han reached out to Deckard, made some kind of a deal, but I just don't see that happening just because Deckard was out for revenge for his brother. And they would have set up something more safe because when he smashes into the car, rolls over, lands on its top, and you see Han, his body's like stuck and he's got some uh, injuries already. And then the explosion. So I'm debunking it, but you never know. I'm very open-minded, but I just I try and write these scenes in my head, what would work, what lines up continuity-wise. And uh, I just don't see them working together. Not this time. Maybe the Edeon director is seeking revenge against Cypher or their competitive. Working together or against each other. What do you think? Are they after the same advanced device? Or, I love this, there's so many possibilities. <laughs> the Cypher, a product of Edeon. Because again, we don't know much about her past. Was she rebuilt, given cybernetic enhancements, controlled by them? And again, with the Han theory, if Edeon got to Han or he contacted them, got some enhancements so he could survive the accident. So Deckard, much like Owen, has killed a lot of people. Owen in Furious 6, pancaking those cars, and then in Furious 7 at the hospital, Deckard killing all those people. So they can make amends, of course, but do you think they should still stand trial, pay for their crimes? Because, you know, stealing DVD players is still a bad thing, but taking lives is another. So, what do you think? And also, Letty's tombstone in Furious 7, after Race Wars, Dom finds her there. And he's gonna smash it to pieces. But she says that's the day that Letty died. But she gets all of her memories back. And I'm not sure if this is something they're gonna touch on again, but what do you think? That plot should be for someone else. Well, I have a title suggestion idea for Fast and Furious 10, the Civil War, about the fight of the Furious. What ideas do you have? Well, again, we are almost there. I decided to combine episodes 11 and 12 into one. I got a lot of notes, a lot to go over, but uh, I did watch a couple spoilers online because uh, Fast and Furious 9 came out in some places overseas, and uh, I looked it up. I know I tried not to, but uh, stuff with Han and Brian, like those are the big, you know, questions people have. What happened to Han? If it's him, how did he survive? And is Brian actually in the movie? But I'm not going to spoil anything. 
partially because conversation with Han and the crew was in Russian, I believe. So I didn't understand, but uh, that's another reason I want to combine these, because I don't want to release 12 and then having changed my mind on some things. But uh, there's still a lot of questions, a lot of theories, stuff to go over. And I love to read your comments, go over them. You know, we can go back and forth on stuff. Because even the scene with Han, when apparently he's explaining what happened, I couldn't figure out what was really going on. But I don't want to spoil that at all. I don't want to tell you what I saw. Because, uh, not that I couldn't live with myself, but it just wouldn't be right. This is about what I think is going to happen. But uh, I was still very confusing in that. But I have a theory to tie in with Deckard. And uh, the scene I watched was very short, but again, with context in that and language, I had no idea what was going on. It looked very interesting, but uh, I'm still not even sure it's actually Han. Because I'm still thinking it's a twin, a clone. I'm ruling out Edeon. Because even if they showed up, he would have been burnt to a crisp. But I have a theory about Letty regarding Edeon. So we'll get to that. I'm not even like angry it's not out yet, which is surprising because it was delayed a year. And then another month, another month, another month. But uh, it just gives us more time to speculate and go over theories and that. Okay, I have a theory about Letty and Edeon. You probably already know where I'm going with this. But it looks like everything wraps up well in Fast 9. I don't know what's going to happen with Cypher. If she escapes again. She's able to play her shadow games and get away. Who knows. But I'm certain that uh, Family Barbecue is at the end. And everyone looks you know, to be in good shape in that. It looks like our whole crew survives. So 10 is going to be pretty dark. It's going to be the Civil War. You got Han and crew versus Deckard and crew. Now, I think Letty was rebuilt partially by Edeon. That or they got a chip into her. Why else keep her alive? I know Braga said, you know, perfect girl. She had no memory. After what happened to her in Fast and Furious 4. But something tells me things are going to get really messed up. She has no idea. They could have wiped her memory, put in a chip, and they're not going to unleash her. Unlike Brixton. Like, he knew kind of what was going on. He's genetically enhanced, though. With her, maybe just a chip. Even though she had some pretty deadly moves, you know, in the last few movies. But unleash her... Because uh, it seems like, you know, you have all these bosses, everybody works for somebody. And I still think everybody's working for nobody. But the main component, whomever that may be, if there is, or everybody's just, you know, making deals and working against people, yet yeah, working for them. But anyways, you know, Edeon, they could see what Brixton was looking at. So you have Letty, she's basically their GPS. So you get Dom and crew involved in all these missions and that, which has been going on. And she's tracking everything. 
you can see through her eyes what's going on but she doesn't know I mean she got her memory back eventually so they wouldn't have wiped it then I'll wipe that out or cross that off but they put a chip in her kept her alive and they may activate her in 10 or maybe 11 because uh, Dom he has to take a loss at some point don't you think I mean winning every race winning every mission coming out with all your limbs and that things could get really dark in 10 and 11 he may go out with her you never know but uh there's no hints I haven't really seen anybody talk about it so this could be a brand new theory because with Han again I'm ruling out that he was rebuilt by Edeon so I think people are going to be shocked when uh, Letty is unleashed and she has no idea what's going on and you feel bad for her Okay, let's talk some more about Jacob. Now, despite the footage that I did see online, it's still out of context. So I don't know exactly when it takes place. Uh, that chair by Mia could be for Jacob. Now, is Jacob a product of Edeon? Was he involved in an accident or was he taken out? Somebody tried to kill him? What do you think? And... If he survives 9, I wonder if we'll see him in 10. It depends if him and Dom patch things up or if they go their separate ways. Maybe Dom just wants nothing to do with him. So maybe we'll see him in 11, the big finale. So it sounds like 10 will have a cliffhanger leading into 11. So we have our Civil War in 10, and then whatever stops it, we see in 11. Uh, if they do patch things up, Jacob returns to 1327. I'd like to see a race between him and Dom on the track, the infamous one where their father died. That's again if they patch things up. Or even uh, DK Sean, we see him at the house. So maybe him and Dom have a round two and we actually see the race this time. I mean, Lynn is back, so that'd be really cool. Or at, uh, just on the street, you know, tan sick and rice. If Jacob does make it back home, what do you think will happen when he learns of little Brian? Even before then. If little Brian's brought in the conversation, Jacob, you think he'll be like, wow, you have a kid? I had no idea. Or when he meets little Brian. That could be really emotional. So you remember in the Fate of the Furious, how Dom used his necklace to track Cypher. Now, based on what I saw, Fast 9 on YouTube, that clip where Han, if that's Han, explains what happened, and I'm still not sure what happened, but what if they did contact Deckard, and uh, that necklace, the infamous necklace he throws down, that has something to do with Han surviving. I'm just throwing that out there. There's still a lot of mystery. Things really have to line up. I mean, we have to be convinced. What I saw looked interesting, but again, I didn't understand what they were saying. I'm going to go with Clone of Han, which I'm not too sure about because you'd feel bad. You'd be like, oh, we're going to clone you, but we're going to kill the other one. Or some kind of uh, a display. But I don't know. It doesn't sync up. Like if you have a holographic disaster, 
you know, looks real. But you have the chase with Takashi. We saw them in the garage. And then you have Deckard. He wanted everyone dead. Gosh, I don't know. There's a character involved with all this, but I'm not going to say who. But uh, I don't think I'd even considered it. So I like that. But, uh, yeah, again, even when you watch it, it's like, wait, what's going on? But, yeah, I'm not going to say anything about it. But that necklace could have something to do with Han surviving. But how would that get him out of the car? So I still don't buy the whole feud between Vin Diesel and The Rock and Tyrese and that. Because if Statham isn't in 9, like, well, what does he have to do with that? They had their spin-off movie, Hobbs and Shaw, introduced to Edeon. I think we will see Statham, but it's got to be a credit scene. Han's going to go after him. People want justice for Han. That's Han, his clone, his brother, or whatever. I think that'll set up 10, but that also depends on Cypher and Jacob. If they wrap up their stories in this movie or not. But what do you think? The feud, it started, you know, a few years ago. And it's building up to this civil war. So that way on screen you can feel the tension. Even though I think it's all bollocks. Still, it's good for publicity. It's people talking. And also sets up our teams, our sides. So why does Jacob also have a family necklace? And who gave him and Dom the necklaces? Do you think it was their dad? Mom? They buy him together? Now, one way they could use Brian without us seeing him much or at all, we find this out later, if he goes through Stasiak to get access to Edeon so he can shut down some program. It's controlling Jacob or, heck, even Cypher. But that way we could even hear his voice or, again, just find out later that he helped out like that. But he's out of the game, so maybe not. I know they said that uh, it sounds like they used him in a way that fans will appreciate. It's good fan service, but I don't see like a digital recreation of him. Because then he's back in the game. And to tie into that, if Han had some, you know, cybernetic enhancements, a chip put in him, when Brian is shutting down whomever, he wouldn't see Han on that same list because he's not activated yet. Just recording the outro and somebody's uh, car alarm went off right next to me. Oh boy. So uh, thanks for listening. I appreciate you. I'd love to hear feedback from you. Uh, the podcast is available on anchor.fm where you can leave a voice message. You just click on that message button and it'll access your microphone. You can leave a voice message. Uh, YouTube, leave a comment. It's also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And check out the Fast Furies Fanatic Weebly website. It has all my original screenplays and more. A lot of cool stuff there. And big shout out to Mark Anthony K providing music for this episode.